What a powerful word from Reverend tonight. Powerful word. So mightily grew the word in the city of Ephesus. Ephesus was a city that was renowned for wealth and idolatry. So powerful was the city that people traveled from nations to come into Ephesus to learn about their ways and to worship their God. And so when Paul arrived in the city, there was a battle. And this warfare, therefore, was not guns and, and ammunition and physical stuff. It had to be the word. And the Bible says that what happened to the word was it was sown in that city as a seed. And that's why the word will say things like so mightily grew the word. He was growing. He was contesting. The more the word fought, the more it grew. Uh, now, the problem with the word is, if you don't put it in a fighting position, it does not grow. If you keep the word in your heart without it fighting, it does not grow. There are people, there are those of you who are watching tonight, you're fighting urges and temptation, meaning bodily hurge, something urging you towards sin, I mean, um, and temptation. Now, um, you've not fallen at that point. The word is trying to grow. You know, before now, fornication was nothing to you. It was normal life. But when the word came in, it had to fight that darkness. And so it's fighting. And now if the word is growing, I mean, if the word is fighting, it's growing. As long as it is fighting, sometimes sickness deposits itself in our body. And that's the opportunity for the word to grow. If sickness is there and the word is there, they are fighting. It would have to take you at a point to allow sickness to take you over. If you don't allow it to take you over, guess what would happen? Like Reverend pointed out tonight, in chapter 19, the word always prevails. Uh, the word took a whole city. It wasn't the endorsement. Are you listening to me tonight? It wasn't the endorsement by celebrity. It's not the rappers. It's not money. It was the word. The word grew so mightily that it prevailed. Let me tell you something about war. And we've said it many times like we're at war. God says you were never at war. Before war, there is negotiation. War, war is just a tool, an option after negotiations have failed. Words are not the first thing. So he said, if Smart Nation thinks that is for word, that, then that means you don't know the word. You've gone through negotiations. You've told, can we have this area? They said, no. You say, yes, you come in a little bit. You are negotiating. Then all of a sudden, God declares war. He says, words do not last for a year. It, it protracted war depletes every nation. He uh -huh. said, when war happens, I will make it within short time. It's going to be brief because you prevail already. Are you listening to me tonight? So mightily grew the word that the word prevailed. Yes, in negotiation, Paul was beaten. Yes, he was embarrassed, so to speak, in human opinion. But the word was fighting. And so what I'm saying to you tonight, in other words, is whatever situation and position you find yourself tonight, um, there is a temptation. It could be, um, it could be 
lost temptation the word is fighting uh, in your finance right now the word is fighting there is something going on the more you fight for finances the more the word grows and what is the destiny of it it prevails uh, can i see comments under comment just says it prevails that's always the end game is that it prevails god has every detail written out to the most minute detail of your life the word is fighting if you are fighting in banking right now the word is fighting each fight brings growth it brings the next level of growth so i want you to say it prevails so what is going to happen in this season is prevailing you're prevailing because the word is growing in you in the city of ephesus so mightily god taught us this word many years ago in the city of london so mightily it doesn't matter how small how broke the man with the word is if he carries the word he carries a seed everywhere it goes it deposits the word it is not people's body first is the seed that you have access to are you listening to me tonight so if you want to take the money world do you have seed i'm not talking of money seed now i'm talking about the world the vast constellation the orions the whole earth how big they were filled with darkness and there was nothing in the surface of the earth but the spirit of god was functional are you listening to me tonight and god said it was a seed of the word it is invincible yet visible god brought the subconscious into the conscious by the word so it doesn't matter what you're going through if your heart because remember this you don't attract what you want you attract who you are and so god is light light has to happen when he speaks are you listening to me tonight okay i think i'm starting too hot tonight so let me chill it's always the seed give me a man with the seed you give me a man that takes the nation so what you're hustling for is your external to be great it's not gonna happen because you truly have not become a seed man uh -huh. a seed man carries the word it is the word there is nothing it is not contact you can know everybody you like in this world they won't give you a penny and if they do you will waste it uh, because you've not become I don't care what you look like to me. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know if you have the seed. So it's not recitation of Bible verses. The reason why we know Bible verses is because the word, we've become so used to the word. So it's not even great. You say, well, I may not know Bible verses. Listen, if you don't know it, you have no seed. Don't let anybody deceive you with empty words. You're going to be empty now, empty later, and empty forever. It's not going to work. You understand? The, uh, and that does not come by recitation. It comes because you, the only surviving seed you have. And until the time comes in your life that you have nothing but the word, then you are not going to have anything. Whatever you seem to have. I don't care if you say you have marriage, you have car, you have this. Let me tell you, the world, the dark world will suck it of you because there's no seed that means you have no tool to fight so how does a man prevail in the world you know growing up as a, um, a, a young pastor I remember the guy who first gave me major money by major I mean less than 200 pounds um, and he had a oh god anyway he had a business and he 
got into problem again marital problem now and when when people get into that place because they're trying to replace seed with marriage right it's not gonna work marriage is supposed to be a proceeding harvest from a seed not an encounter from a culture uh-huh. if it's an encounter from a culture there's a superior culture called being man it would take it off you but anyway um but so this man started to have all those problems and things were not going smooth for him he has a church he goes to and somehow he managed to he would come and listen to me preach, but somehow he managed to get himself into where they are praying for him because some things need to be resolved in his life and all those problems need to go away you know they started anointing him with oil and prophesying upon him and stuff like that and overnight one day i heard he's dead he just died in his sleep first thought of course he's been prevailed over uh they proved so i even as a young pastor i just knew they've overcome him it's not you would say he died in his sleep but he fought he was fighting um, so when jesus says that the word of christ i mean when the scripture says that the word of christ dwell richly in you in all wisdom and all spiritual understanding um many times as you grow especially when you ignore word for atmosphere I need you to think about that because I don't have time to speak about ignoring word for atmosphere. When you ignore word for atmosphere, atmosphere means you're in the midst of what people that have seed, but you don't. So you look for a while temporarily as if you do, um, but eventually it will fall off. When you ignore word for atmosphere, eventually it catches up. Because you can be lost in all of this. Because this is becoming brother and brother, so you can be lost in it. I want you to remember, Peter is not lost in it. I'm not impressed by nobody or nothing. I'm not, let me tell you wiring so that I can take you to this word tonight. I'm not afraid of death. I've tried to find the fear of death. I'm not afraid of it. Any which way is it with gunshots, stabbing, anything, I'm fine. You understand? It doesn't bother me. Those who are afraid of death are only afraid because they don't know where they are going afterwards. I already know that the only great reward I can get, sure reward, justice, is before the throne. So I'm not afraid. Well, maybe that's why I don't watch what I eat. I was like, oh, if you don't eat this, you will not live long. I said, oh, well, don't worry. I want to live well, so don't worry about the long one. Let's just, let's just, let, let me live before I live long, right? Uh-huh. Let me just live first so that I don't kill myself before death comes. The word is the seed. So, I've spoken about that man, right? So, you know, then another man came. And I remember this man telling me one day, you know, I just like giving to you guys because I just look at the church and I'm thinking, who would give here like who? I remember Pastor Shadia used to drive me. Pastor Shadia used to drive me then to the, to, I mean, there. And they said, wood, they don't have. Is it the shadiest wood? Da, 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 da. I ignore his word because he doesn't understand the word. Yeah, who will give? Yes, exactly them. But he can't see it then. Think he gives the church some few, but he can't see it. So God was saying, it is the word, it's the seed. Now, it is the shadiest. And I understand what he was saying. He wasn't being spiteful. He's just saying, ow, like they are all kids like where where are they gonna they are young imagine six years ago seven years ago or more than that 
but how did this become this just keep sowing the word and plus the word i mean there is nothing plus you don't have anything you don't have power it's not word and power it is word power proceeds from the word once as the lord spoken twice i heard his voice that power belongs to him if you can't have hear the voice you're just a display person if miracle happens to you without having the word you're just wasting your time that's why he didn't perform no miracle on peter and co he didn't heal them <laughs> are you sure you're ready for the word tonight that's just footnote because again reverence started from that note and it was important that you know that your focus is just the seed and the seed alone now yes after the one who is given he is given now i mean if you look back now it looks like waste we need to give to him to help him but he had something big how did this big become small to us now is that little seed if you have faith like the mustard seed you will use it that's what the bible says you will plant it you plant seeds is the word this so god wants me to tell you tonight and i said this again on sunday and so i'm repeating this again today not the same word you remember what i told you god told me to tell you on sunday now if you've forgotten i'm sorry but that will be your problem because i delivered the message um so tonight he told me to tell you this so whenever you hear me say things that god told me to tell you because he actually said tell them this that's an instruction he told me to tell you that he's not looking to raise billionaires because he's done that already too late he's already done he's not looking to raise trillionaires and zillionaires that's not what he's looking to do he's looking for workers laborers and that means receivers you are not the ones who raise it you are the receivers of it takes me back to i've sent you to where others have labored he said the word has already they, they've already taken it they already have a road map into it they already mastered it so it's not looking for god is not looking for billionaires said he has them already but it's looking for receivers now this is gonna get interesting in a moment meaning detailed and i want you to hear this now when adam was given birth to this is where i need to come down and talk to you you remember it was the man of the earth and it was raised from the earth from under the water why is this important these are fundamentals of genesis otherwise christianity will become boring to you then you will begin to perform external activities external someone will pray for you someone will send you prayer someone will put something on your head someone will tie you with a cloth someone will then it goes you know it degenerates until people start dragging you on the floor everywhere with one leg and and saying jesus name be healed and all manner of madness things like that will happen and remember that the people who submit themselves to those things they are humans like you and i 
it's problem level. Problem has levels. When it gets to a level, even a professor will become an idiot. So don't look at yourself as invincible. They missed something. So let's lay this foundation tonight. These are the fundamentals. The only reason why God made man and how. He raised him from the earth and he gave him a commission. Can we read that again tonight? Then you will see why this went back. I mean, why we're talking about the beloved. Tell me, please. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase You've in number. You've heard this over and over again in the nation family. This is the commandment. This, listen to this now. This is the programming of man. At this point, man was in the subconscious. There are two things in your life. The conscious and the subconscious. The dream world is the subconscious. The guy in you that needs to be reprogrammed, the born again guy, is the subconscious. The one that needs to be born again. The one that runs your life is the subconscious you. So, Pastor Dami, you were asking me some questions. So, let's just continue this as if it's a normal conversation. At the point of change in your life, your conscious will fight your subconscious. Your subconscious hears and knows what it wants to do. But until it's completely changed, it will be fought by your conscious because your conscious is programmed by everything you met here. Your conscious, your subconscious is infinite. And these are even words of scientists before I get to the word of Jesus. Your subconscious is the only part that taps into the infinite mind of the divine. And for scientists, they are just saying, we don't know what the divine is. But if it's convenient for you Christians to call him God, that is God then. But it's subconscious. And we know that there is a power that works in that subconscious beyond what your conscious can entertain. So it fights it. No wonder Paul will say things like... Um, according to the power that works in you. Paul was talking about the subconscious man, the Jew that is not conscious. And there's a way to program that and we have to go back to that tonight. But let's hear this. So he programmed him as this. Remember this. Why did I, oh, each time I tell you about the man being raised from the, his native country, it will take on new meaning. Why did I mention it for tonight's sake? He has left his family. Look at this scripture carefully. You will know that there is a family. If he says, be fruitful, multiply. Maybe those two words don't mean much because it can be a brand new man without competition and he's fruitful. And he multiplies. There's no competition. But what about the next one? Fill the earth. Fill the earth. Maybe you would even say, okay, that is not... There's no competition, but I think there is. Even in fill the earth. Because that means it's fighting emptiness. Yeah? But look at the next one. And subdue it. What's the meaning of subdue? Please. If there was no man on earth, as physical man, if there was no war, if there was no battle, if there was no resistance, what are you subduing? Let's check the word subdue. 
to conquer by force. Are you listening to this? This is a brand new man. Make sure your neighbor is awake, guys. I'm taking you somewhere tonight. Thank you, Jade, for looking at choir. Uh, to conquer by but force. These, but these, according to what they taught us in Sunday school, this is the only man in the world. How is he going to conquer? Who is he going to conquer? His own children? Is he going to conquer Cain and Abel? Or what's those two guys' names? Yes, I think so. It can't... Oh, God. Are you sure you're ready for this word tonight? Or should I just chill? To conquer by force or... Or the exertion of superior power. God, God picked the man from his native earth or his native country the same similitude of Adam and says, I need you to conquer your father's house. It took Adam, again remember, out of his native land. And he says, conquer. He asked Adam, he gave him what? A seed, not a tool. I, I, I hope you can come on this journey with me. He did not give him a tool, not a knife. Not any cutlass to even till the earth. No tractor. Just a word. Programming. It told them what to do. When I come to the end of this, I will tell you why it gave some to be apostles. When the apostle says be fruitful, it's the same programming. What happens to us is we then go back to the native earth. And I'll tell you the transportation fee there. To conquer by force or exertion of superior power. He asked him to subdue. So what was the superior power he gave him? The word he gave him. Are you listening to me? So the superior power is not capital. It's not money capital. Because money capital is not superior. If you want to conquer this earth, you cannot deal with money. Because it's not superior. If God wanted Adam to conquer with money, it would give him carry shells. He gave him the word. So the man running around for money doesn't have word. That's why it's not attracting investors. Are you listening to me? Ideas are not spiritual capitals. They are just ideas. But it cannot subdue a man to actually open his wallet to you because it's not superior to what that man carries. I want you to stay with me tonight. You see, each time we're talking about the word, we go back to Genesis because that's the Genesis and the end of the Bible. To conquer by force, tell me, Pastor. Or the exertion of superior power to bring into permanent subjection to reduce under dominion. Tell me. Thus first, I like it. Yeah. Thus, Caesar subdued the Gauls. Augustus subdued Egypt. It's important that he mentioned the Gauls and Egypt because these were battles. So imagine God is talking to one guy and he says subdue the earth like Augustus did Egypt. They say where is Egypt? You know from what we read there was no Egypt. This man would just look like he's fighting himself. And it also cannot be the animals. He's just about to name them. They didn't even know they existed. So the only earth you can trace is the earth that he called them out of. The earth that went underwater because 
How do I say this without sounding blasphemous? Anyways, let me leave it. So, this is the man now. He's been called out of the earth. His own native country. From underneath the waters, the people. And he's asked to go and subdue it. Replenish it. But there's going to be just one person. That is going to... <laughs> when this guy fell from heaven. The Bible says, water the earth. For Satan knows that he has a limited time. So, please, the question again is, what to who? Because this is pre-Adam. His fall is pre-Adam, not post-Adam. So, what to who? So, this guy has taken power from everybody. Then, he shows up in the garden. He subdued the earth. So he holds the earth. So now there's going to be the battle now in Eden. The battle of focus. The battle of concentration. In God's presence. And so he comes in the garden. And tells Adam. Who is in the manifestation of Eve. He says to Adam. Did God say you should not eat of this fruit? What was the contest there? What was Adam supposed to do? Subdue the earth. Conquest. What was the instrument of... What is Satan's most powerful instrument? Words. Satan did not come with arrows. And say the arrows of the midnight. And then in their head they see arrow flying. Like the movie ones, right? The woman is in her room dodging it. I bind it. I lose it. I No, the arrow is not coming. It's in you. It's in your subconscious. The programming. How you think. You're the one sabotaging yourself. You can speak success, but you are not success. And that sabotages you because your conscious walk together with your subconscious. And once your subconscious speaks it, your body begins to walk to achieve what your subconscious is. That's what it works. And when you get home, wherever you are now, search it scientifically, then you will understand scriptures. That that's even science believes. That that's the way it works. The subconscious constantly in control of your frontal cortex. Leading it the way it should go. Your dream your subconscious, that's your dream. You're, you're in a state of non-consciousness. And you have dreams when you're sleeping. And if you wake up to push the button, it leads you the way of your dream. So a woman that eats, only God knows the kind of diet this woman feeds on. Sleeps at night. Have the subconscious and tells you about your life. Gives you a dream. She just ate some big meal. Went into the subconscious. Gives you suggestion. And you as a sane person, you're believing whatever the eldest loose tongue is saying. And you push the button because now you went on your knees and say, oh God, you just push the button. It's going to happen. Nothing is going to stop you. You push the button of a useless person's subconscious. How? Don't ever call me and tell me your dream. I don't know what you've been eating. 
He said, but I didn't eat. I was fasting. The same thing. It's the same. Because you've now gone into another hallucination world now. The same things. Jesus said, be conscious what you hear. It doesn't matter what you do with it after you've heard it. You've, you've heard it. I'm going somewhere. So he comes into the garden now. And he's going to subdue Adam. But he cannot say, Adam, come here. Don't you know me? I'm a powerful guy. And then Adam says, who are you? He says, I'm Satan. Don't you understand? I fought in heaven. And Adam begins to be afraid. No, it gives word. It gives God's word. And Eve looked at the fruit and ate. She desired the fruit and ate and her husband ate. Let me tell you what happened there. A little swift, swift, but solid move happened. Adam came from the subconscious living into the conscious. Did you see what happened once he ate the fruit? Tell me. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. Did you see what happened there? The eyes of both of them were opened. It's like a man that has not been living, even though he's on earth. It's not been conscious. Remember I was naked and he did not know it. The moment she ate of the fruit, she became conscious. But you see, the problem with conscious is it became like those who are supposed to subdue. You didn't hear me. Because do not forget that this man came from the native earth. Do you see why I mentioned Abraham? Abraham's dad was also on a journey. They've already left home. Abraham's dad was also looking for prosperity. But in the middle of their journey, God spoke to Abraham and said, the journey you and your dad started was conscious. You were looking for wealth. But let me lead you to a place that you do not know. Now, so Abraham went another trajectory, another way completely. God took him. You see, the conscience is so real because it comes from your culture, your background, everything that you've known from the age of zero till now. Before you were seven, you were already programmed. I told you that before. Everything done now. You already concluded at the age of seven. You see why Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot. It's impossible. You cannot be born. You cannot enter the kingdom by good behavior. Because even good to you was programmed by bad. The bad of the conscious what told you what good was. So there is no good. So when they stopped Jesus and said, good man, he said, you don't even understand. The definition of good, unless you've met the infinite spirit It was okay to pass money from A to B before until the white man came and said he's laundering. It becomes bad when it's not convenient for him. But until law, it was not bad. Until the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments were not bad. So what is the definition of good in this realm? It is your programming. That's why good cannot get you into the kingdom. It has to be the subconscious man. The man in you that is programmed by words. 
you're already your parent i keep telling you that one day when the mom or a dad open their mouth to reject you or their action to reject you because even body language programs the subconscious all of a sudden in your subconscious is the spirit of rejection or impossible you know those who grew up with the word impossible you can't afford this you can't afford that i can't afford it you see those words programmed your subconscious and you did not know so Jesus looked at the guy and said, you know, the, the, the fact that you're a Pharisee is why you cannot enter. Because Phariseehood is very conscious space. You know why it is conscious space? You learned. You went to the school of Phariseeism or Sadduceeism. You went to that school, then you learned, then you became conscious like a Socrates or a Plato. At that realm, that was what Adam had. Read that scripture again. Once he ate it, the man who was supposed to subdue, look at what happened. Let's read it again, guys. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. Do you, have you ever come to a place of realization before? You know when you realize that this way you are given, you will not have no no talk to me i know it happens to you so don't even try it don't keep a straight face with me now and how did you get there you see your conscious people your parent line you did not do what they said the moment they said it but it was a word deposited in you it's just that so mightily grew that word that it prevailed because the fact that it's the word of God does not mean that it will not be fought. So, the, that deposit. So, those of you who keep running back to a bed of emotion. The bed. The garden of feeling and attachment. You're receiving words that will mightily grow. Even they, those who put it in us, do not know where they got it from usually it will come from experience when man ate the fruit this guy had no clothes on what you will call clothes now but was it, when he became conscious he knew he was naked now let's reverse a bit what was the commission God gave him replenish the earth subdue did we finish it and what rule over the fish in the sea uh. and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on okay. the ground yeah then god said I, I need you to look at this word very well guys please he asked him to rule everything he gave man do you see that the original programming of man has no littleness in it Everything in the programming of the original man is subdue, rule, replenish, be fruitful. Everything was just complete greatness. There is no shadow. There is no frailty in this man. Nothing. And in case someone will say that's the man, not the woman. It was made, the woman came out of the man. There was no smallness here. There was no littleness here. There was no manage a corner here. There was no get an employment here. Everything was rule, subdue, replenish, 
be in charge every single thing everything everything in your original programming the real man the man that jesus came to restore the man that jesus came back to look for everything there was that rule have dominion not manage true be afraid no wonder peter and Cole were not afraid of death because that's only things that happen to the body it's just the body it has nothing to do with the programming if when you want to sleep at night you're afraid of death get born again i repeat there's no single fear of death here no fear of nothing there's no fear of oh if that happens i wonder how people that i left behind will feel i won't remember it won't mean nothing so that makes life purpose filled not fear filled not the survival of tomorrow not me wanting to be a good guy with some kids tomorrow because life itself i've been saying this is hard if life is just life is hard everything is hard people just live to die if you get a job why do you have a job just to have food to eat till you die that's all it is if a person steals a billion if you call a person a celebrity it means nothing they are just celebrating to die it's all leading to one place one destination so a born again man is not afraid of nothing that's why they lived the way they lived and if you died then you will live and if you're living you're not living on the opinion of men or what tomorrow can bring those who are afraid of death are fearful how will i make money tomorrow how will i pay rent tomorrow you don't live to pay rent you live to subdue the earth and have dominion how were all these things programmed into you when man ate the fruit he became aware of danger you see when your subconscious is programmed in a certain way your heart have you been afraid before did you see your reaction did your heart beat faster we once upon a time thought that the heart is regulated by itself it cannot move it moves when your subconscious smell danger or fear depending on what has been programmed there it begins to run faster and look at this act thing you almost thought it just runs by itself it doesn't just the, the, the pounding of the heart have you ever been in danger before and your palms start sweating and people respond different ways right where did that come from until we studied yoga we didn't know that paying attention to your subconscious you can actually regulate your rate your heart rate we didn't know that we thought there were things that just work by themselves no are you with me tonight i'm going somewhere don't worry just chill and stay with me on this story tell me please then god said i give you every seed bearing plant thank you let's leave that so they've eaten it you've seen the scripture let's finish that they became aware so your issue is not not being aware it's actually being aware but we have to now use awareness to get into non-awareness so we have to use conscious to become subconscious are you sure you're ready for the war? Are you sure though? Tell me. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So, so how, when did you learn that you may not have? At what point in life 
did you realize that you may not have i'll tell you you see the subconscious is like a recording tape it records experiences either the ones told to you or the ones you passed through so when now you've recorded it when it sees something similar it plays uh, did you hear what i just said i said the subconscious is like a recording tape so you've now before you even grew up certain things have been programmed there is recorded it when it sees similar is similar it plays that tape it pushes the button now how do you overcome that you so you consciously say when you see that tape be, wanting to be played you consciously tell yourself i refuse to play it so at what point did you know you may not have for tomorrow you know i've seen people afraid of poverty who have never been poor before until they led themselves into poverty something was not going to happen but they let themselves there you will attract who you are so it wasn't a problem with you getting married the problem was you became conscious at the age of 29 or 30 that now i'm getting older then you attract nothingness it's even from the prayer there it is your prayer that did that to you you should blame them don't say don't blame them god no, you should blame them they told you programmed your subconscious now you're looking for what is not lost instead of naturally attracting what is yours They programmed us with burdens. They programmed us with the fruit. That is the, that's the seed of a generation that left God. Their children will not be mighty in the land. But you are programmed to be mighty. That's why you're listening to me tonight. So, the subconscious mind is like a recorder it's like a recorder tape. It records experiences and press the push button. It plays the experience back. So you're saying, I, I, I had to read from here. You're saying change the program will not change the program. So if you keep saying change the program, change the program, it won't change the program. So Jesus said to, to the guy, he said, look, unless you are born again, you see all your programming from the past has to be erased that's the old matter of the born again life even if it's good so remember another person came to meet jesus and this guy was wealthy it was a rich young ruler let's read that story so that so what happened to you is that indeed yes you had come here you belong to seal the power base capital all this stuff but you see the issue is Whatever your son name is, is very active in your life. You say, I'm Hebrew, I'm Yoruba, I'm Ghanaian. It's thick, it's there. Let me quickly announce something to you. If you're an Hebrew man, you will never enter the kingdom. If you're a Ghanaian, you will never enter the kingdom. 
never. I needed to use specific words so that you understand that the matter of the kingdom erases everything that you've ever been. If you're a Jamaican, it will never happen. Tell me. As Jesus started on his way, Mark 10, 17. Tell me. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked. What must I do to inherit please, eternal life? Please, underline his question. Because until you have consciously asked that question, you will not have the answer from the divine. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, this is a body. Somebody, a physical man, asking the question, how can I be in this body and be eternal? Why is he asking? This is what I'm telling you. A Bill Gates makes billions and billions to the point where he doesn't want to die. He wants eternal life. That's why God is saying he's not looking to raise billionaires. He's looking for receivers because you, if you get into the kingdom, you have the eternal life and they will have to come ask you, how can they inherit? You see, the man speaking is already successful. He understands inheritance. He, he, so it's not just playing, it's not just using words loosely. It is, um, he knows that eternal life is an inheritance. It's not a prayer thing. Miracles are temporary life because it has to do with the body. You didn't hear me. I just repeated. Miracles are not eternal lives. It has to do with the body. The body will still perish. If you like, you can be a lame man that walked. Eventually, you'll be named, lamed, none. You will go back to lameness. You understand? It's either money paralyzes you eventually or you get paralyzed by death. So, if you like, you can be a blind man whose eyes open and you can see. Eventually, you'll be blind. Are you listening to me? You will see things in this world that will make you say, why did I open my eyes? You know, there are things you see that you cannot unsee. So the blind man will eventually realize, I would rather be blind. Are you listening to me tonight? You, if you like, you can be a deaf man. Who heard? If you are not hearing, if you are not seeing, if you are not walking, because there is a purpose for your sight, you must well be blind. Because you still will not inherit eternal life. So this guy was not using words loosely. Is a, is a master guy, is a rich guy. There's a difference between a Bill Gates asking question and my dad and yours asking question. Not to now talk of daddies who send WhatsApp messages. Those ones, WhatsApp rumors. Those ones cannot ask any sensible question in this life and in the life to come. Never. Because they don't know even how to ask questions. They don't know. So what I'm saying in other words is if you sit with a Bill Gates and he's asking you something, he's asking you information based on knowledge. You didn't hear what I just said. He has knowledge, so he's speaking. So when this man comes to Jesus and says, Master, teacher, he, he addresses him 
as the teacher, the one who knows more than him. He submits as the one who knows what he doesn't have access to. Remember, this is a rich guy. So his words, carefully chosen, knowing that he's coming from a level of knowledge. He says, how can I inherit? Now, if it is another person who just wants to be healed, he will say, pray for me for eternal life. This guy says, I already know, sir, that eternal life is not a matter of prayer. That eternal life is not a matter of me being good. It's a matter of inheritance. I want you to stay with me on this story tonight. It has to be inherited. You cannot, look, you cannot work for it, but you have to work for it. How can I inherit eternal life? Tell me. Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. Okay, so you have to understand this scripture because those who are frail and those who are deficient in understanding and knowledge and kindness of heart uses this to do wrong. They say, oh, only God is good. When people start saying that, just tell them, you might as well go and do the wrong thing you want to do. Don't worry about your conscience because I'm not tricked by that. It wasn't saying that here. It was saying about the limitlessness of good. If who defines it? It says, except God alone, meaning have you met God? But that's not my gripe tonight. Verse 19. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. It tells him all this stuff in order to just hear from him. But this is not where Jesus is going. Verse 20. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Did you hear him? So you know, this guy was asking from a, no, a knowledge position. He said, all these laws that you're saying, I already know it. And it's not yesterday that I started practicing it. I've kept it since I was a youth. Tell me. Jesus looked at him and loved him. Yeah, One meaning thing, he wasn't lying. One thing you lack, he said. Go, sell everything you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. Uh -huh. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad. Why? Because he had great wealth. The great wealth was the issue. Why? So, again, those who are frail and deficient in the knowledge of God, they then say, well, that means God doesn't want you rich. Look, many poor people that I know don't follow Jesus. There are many poor people that are adulterers. Imagine you are poor and you are committing adultery. So it's like, I've seen a poor man committing adultery. I said, who? With who? Why? How? How? What joy? Like, what, what's the excitement of life? Like, I don't want to get into more details, so let me leave it at that. It went away sad because he had great wealth. The issue is the programming. How it got to wealth was something that it cannot leave. Jesus was not against wealth. Because some people definitely gave to his ministry. The issue was, the great wealth was him. Can you erase all the past and how you got wealth and then come follow me because how do I know that? Peter and Co asked Jesus one day, they said, Master, 
we've left houses and dad and dad, 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 dad for you and followed you. What will be our gain? And how did I know Jesus was not against world? Jesus didn't turn back and say, well, that will be in heaven. Your reward is in heaven. He said, any one of you who have left this to follow me will gain it in this life about seven times or so and then in the life to come. He says, here and in the life to come. So it can't be against world because it's this life and then in the life to come. So they had to live all Meaning that Peter had to know that the, the, there is no one way to fishing. The issue before was as far as Peter was concerned, fishing is the one way to pay bills. And with that, because he's Igbo, because he's Jamaican, because he's fisherman, because he's businessman, because he's wealthman, he cannot enter the kingdom. He will not be able to get in because he already believes in the one way so jesus says no there is other ways for example when they wanted to pay the bailiffs that showed up he said go to the mouth of the fish in other words it also told them that there's a fish you catch there's a kind of fish that you can't catch and you already have a process you catch those fishes it has to be many if it is many, it will be able to pay your bills. But there is another kind of fish that you've not seen in the ocean. If you follow me, I will show you. It's only one. But in the mouth of that fish, there is gold. It is more valuable, oh God, than the many fish and fishes that you used to catch. Because in that life, it is the many followers, it is the many likes, it is the many months and years that you work for but in this life it is the one instruction if you go to the sea now he says to peter he didn't bother about the timing in peter's normal life it is nine to five when this time is over you can't catch fish at this time when this is over but you know jesus did not give the miracle of the one fish to the many what did he do to the many? He gave them many fish and fishes. And I've told you this before. The word fish and fishes, that, those are the things I gain with arguments with my dad. I had an American preacher say, if you say fishes, it's a crazy word. That means you're sick. Then I told my dad, my dad said, that cannot be correct though. He's the silly one. He's the crazy one. Because you can use fishes. If it is different kind of fish, meaning tilapia, sea bass, da, 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 that's fishes. If it's the same, if it's macron, then it is, even if it's 1,000 macron, macron, yeah, mackerel. If it is 1,000, it is one fish. It says, so it's the one that is not educated, not me. So don't say because he's American and he's T.D. Jakes and I'm in Ibadan that he knows better. He doesn't know better. And in this case, it proves better because then I'm looking at T.D. and saying, wow, you know, your church clap for that and it's completely wrong or inaccurate. He <laughs> says, so he's the man that is inaccurate. Don't, 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 don't intimidate me because he's a big man. He, bigness does not mean he's got knowledge. So in this case, he hasn't got, at least in that one. <laughs> but Jesus gave the miracle of many fish and fishes to the many people but to the one he chose to follow him he shows him the miracle of another kind
kind of life that is not the regulated regular life so scientists say that in the subconscious i wrote this down so i need it okay i'll get there so the way out is just to be conscious and don't play the tape remember the tape of the subconscious the subconscious repeats things that is recorded depending on what family you're growing up in you can desire a house in chelsea let's say chelsea is the primary i'm just using these earthly things as an example but your subconscious is where you grew up in so it constantly sabotages you so no matter what you're saying to us by time there's a sabotage in your subconscious saying you can't do it it's not you you can't you can't you can't you can't and you're constantly hearing it so it's fighting the change this the the shift you're about to make is being fought by the tape your subconscious is now playing which is the conscious now what scripture were we on the rich tell me Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of then God. Then I'll go for the translation or the interpretation or the meaning, the definition of replenish. Tell me. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Problem, because now those who are frail in understanding will then say, well, rich people cannot enter the kingdom. Then who is going to preach the gospel? How? This riches here is the definition of that man. So when you see that man, you say, here comes the rich man. He said, that guy cannot enter the kingdom. Rich in the kingdom is a person who has tool to do the will of the father. So that's why I told me to tell you, he's not looking for rich men. He already asked that. They are keeping wealth for the teachers of the laws of the kingdom. They are keeping wealth for you. So it's looking for ministers of God. It's looking for workers. Therefore, pray the God of the harvest that it will send laborers, workers into the field. So you position yourself as workers. The rich man will give you the equipment because God already kept this wealth with them. So he said it's impossible. It's hard. Later he said some of them will. But he said it's hard. They cannot enter the kingdom because they are already defined by something. So if their definition is a billionaire, it is hard. But guess what? There are also people that are not billionaires. They are just engineers. If that's the definition of dummy, then it is hard. Because riches, remember this, wealth is not money. Wealth is a money is a repercussion of wealth. The combination of wealth. What is wealth? Your youthfulness, skill, value, strength, enthusiasm, energy. That's wealth. What are you then working at? You're working at some of these things yielding to money for you. Eventually. It will if those things are there. So money is not the definition of wealth. Why do I know you're wealthy? I've seen your youthfulness, your focus, your heart your given spirit then even though we cannot put a value monetarily 
on those worlds that you have now every day you wake up you are working on it to exchange the value so that you can pay temporary bills that's well so you're wealthy I bet you haven't even heard that from daddy or mommy before yeah, yeah. they told you to go get value uh-uh. before you get value you must understand your wealth it is based on your wealth that you then seek value part of wealth is skill so if you now want to go to uni because you need a certificate to show someone that I can really do this thing then make money out of it then you, it's because you understood your wealth parent leaders searches out their kids wealth deploys them into the danger of the exchange of value it's danger zone talk to me did we finish that let's go back to Genesis I gave you three. Have we read three different things? Tell me, please. Genesis 3, 23. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground. But the first commission was also work. The first commission was work because it needs to replenish. What's the, the word replenish, please, sir? Two definitions, sir. Please. To fill to stock with numbers or abundance that's work his work is to fill to stock with numbers or abundance this is Adam's work this is man's work so it is not going to be so what is Pete's work to stock with numbers so you have many family heads behaving speaking like PT or doing what if he did trap house guess what they are doing now trap house that was Adam's work as the value of that work increases I understood it more then I can turn to a dummy and say you know what next month I need 200k well, that's just value that's temporary but it's work that led there so but when man became aware what did he do? He began to do what? To work the ground. It was working the ground. That's a man who says, I'm a businessman. That's working the ground. Ah, you didn't hear me. Replenish means to fill, to stock with number or abundance of what Adam had become. Remember, it was taken from the earth, his native land. The only thing Adam knew was the word now the moment he became aware he started to say things like without money this life will be difficult without this that, that, that he was aware he was aware of bills he was aware he was aware of the kind of dignity and pride and re re reception and an honor that money will bring to him he was aware that if he just wears nice clothes how nice people will be to him it was he became aware and god says now that you are aware you are still going to have to go and walk but the kind of man that you've become we cannot perpetuate so he, he had a walk what was the capital for the work he was doing before which is to to replenish the earth what was the capital the word his ministry what kept that capital alive 
the songs of Solomon a place of isolation that's what I was trying to tell you on Sunday that the reason why songs of Solomon is about Christ and the church God and man it was about God and man in the garden of Eden every evening a love affair took place in the cool of the day God will come and fellowship with Adam and talk to him why did the Bible emphasize that it means it was a fellowship that shuts everybody out even Eve does not attend did you hear what I just said so when he says things like let us elope together let us run away together my love meet me for your kisses is like these he was talking about Adam and the man the first man his relationship the value the greatness that he had was based on that love of fear with God and that is why you cannot love God and love smoking weed you cannot love him and love nice clothes you cannot love him every other thing will come to work for you because of the kind of relationship that you have with him and once that is broken you will have to walk the earth so if you see Peter in a lifestyle I know how you're getting yours you're walking the earth you'll get tired you can wear whatever you like now you can put Louis Vuitton everywhere you'll get tired you're walking the earth you've left the first to walk the first walk is have dominion first subdue the earth are you listening to me this walk unless you've become a okay let me let me I'll, I'll build up to that tell me to walk the ground from which he had been taken no uh, no 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 reread it now reread it wait did I tell you something I, I have I lost you on this train of thought remember we ask ourselves the question who is it going to be who is it going to subdue who is it fighting and we found no man on earth right according to Sunday school's teaching only that the question is who is this guy subduing who is he fighting is he fighting himself well you know what the moment he ate the fruit I just told you it became like the conscious man of where he had been taken guess where he went back to work now the earth where he had been taken so what happened he was back to his father's house that place was the place of labor they've never seen a man like Adam they looked at Adam and said ah this man that was taken from us you have now become like us ah, yeah 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 You've now become, you were growing in the word. You were trusting. You were living in another world, even though you were in the same earth. The earth was just outside of Eden. So you were there, we could see you from a distance and you were reigning. You looked glorious. You looked amazing, but hey, welcome back home. Kabayataya. Kaliata. They said to Adam, Oh, we even thought you were so far gone. And you went to those spark nation things. We thought you were far gone, but now you are back. He said, Oh, so it's not that any big deal was happening. They said, No big deal was happening. I was even naked. But now I'm here to work hard. He said, Now I'm back home. 
to walk the earth from which it was taken what was he supposed to do to that earth subdue it not walk it let's say i'm a medical doctor i work hard my friend you're just walking the earth from which you were taken you are invested in your own grave because that's where you're returning to so that's why this guy haven't walked in his own grave for many years ran to the master and said how can i inherit eternal life because at the height of my all my achievement and all the mp is given to me and all the money is given to me and all the accolades given to me i realized i'm only going back to the earth that i've been walking what will bury a man that made money the money he made that's all let's say someone is a big man someone is a celebrity what is a celebrity what's your business with a celebrity what does it mean an empty man but we must give them their credit they work hard as well from the land from which they were taken so look at the man who is not born again when he meets a big man or an unregenerated man, he's intimidated. Why? Because he thinks the man of the earth, the nation from which he was taken, he thinks he's bigger than him. And I repeat, he can't give you any success or money. It will not help you. If he helps you, he will take it back. But guess what? What he holds belongs to you and it will give you when you live in this other life, when your garden spreads to the place where you have real dominion, according to your programming, it would have to give you what is yours. It's only holding it temporarily. But it won't give it to anyone that is like him. Did you hear what I just said? Anyone that is like him, it's not the Adam program. It won't give it to you because you are like him. So why should he help you? So God told Adam, there's only one way to take back the earth. Have superior force. The born again life is not the gentle, it's a superior force life. But it's not the force that walks the earth. To walk the earth, so please read that scripture again. Now it makes sense that there were people on that ground. To walk the ground from which it was taken. Well, please, so I ask you the question again tonight. Was he supposed to walk that earth or subdue it? Was supposed to subdue it, not walk it. So please tell me again. You were going to read something, right? Tell me. So God expelled them from the Garden of Eden and sent them to work the ground, the same dirt out of which they'd been made. Did you see that? How do I say this now? The same dirt out of which they had been made. So, Jesus turns to Peter, the Pope Nazareth, I think, and says, come with me and I will make you fishers of men. I'm going to make you. So, it's not different. From that same place, Jesus, God, if you want to say God, takes Adam and says, look, if you allow me, I will, I will take you out of this dirt and make you. Don't be like them. Because once my hand is upon you, you are better than them. It does not look. 
from his native country his parents were still there so it does not matter the title they were pastors in his native earth in his native earth they prayed God as we are sowing please let us reap they are waiting for the sun and the stuff to bless their seed so that it grows in Adam's well, and it's just across the road it's like in Chelsea or whatever area you say poverty is there riches is here What will it take a man that lives in a 10 million pound house in Chelsea to go across the road? You know when the um, Grandfront Tower or whatever that bond. They said, and we can see and people were angry at rich people. I'm not sure why you can be angry at the government but rich people say, and they live there. They live there. Like how oh, the people that bond the house? No. Face the government. They say, and the rich people live there, you know, and the rich people live there. What will it take a man that lives in that house to live in that other one? If his heart fails, it will be there. It is not if his business fails. It just gets to a place where he can't take it anymore. You know why? Life is hard. It's hard. If, it, if his heart fails, it will be there. It just gets to a place. It says, I can't take it. He's tried this police after him. He's tried that. Um, um, so, so, so I saw a tweet today of a rapper who got his case dropped. They had to explain that his case was dropped. Then he tweeted and said, Pastor Toby is my lawyer. That's why. Let me tell you, if I was a lawyer in this town, 80% of the guys in jail are not going to be there. I've seen the police. They are sloppy. They are lazy. They, they miss details. They have no details. They are ill-trained. They are excited. And so if I was a lawyer, I'll finish them. And 80%, if not 95 of those who are in jail right now should not be there. I'll get them out. I think I should be the hood lawyer. I'll get them out. They're not moving near that. The, the criminal justice system is sloppy. It's lazy. It doesn't know what it's doing. It convicts people wrongly. It's a failed system. And somehow the lawyers here to now are sloppy. Just because the government pays them. So they'll send you to jail for no reason. But anyway, that's not my issue tonight. Tell me, please. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been the taken. The place from which he had been taken. The place from which he had been made. He started walking in. Again, they saw him come back. They said, welcome here. We thought you were far gone. You know, when you fall from grace, you were in the nation, you've now fallen. said, we thought you were really, they said, oh, <laughs> we're all struggling. So that's why he shouted. and said, oh, they are struggling. They have, we have debt, but we are living great. Uh -huh. It is called replenish. Did you finish that actually? Tell me, please. I'm coming. Because the debt is body, right? There's no debt. So a press, imagine, imagine a pastor book is sharing with me. Of course, not just sharing me. Of course, I know. Saying, yeah, I thought my credit was tainted. Da, 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 da. But when she needed to get a car, a brand new one, she didn't need the credit. But you see in your programming, <laughs> they've told you there's only one way. To anything you want to get in this life, there's one way. One. And if that one way is not there, you are finished. Madness. So you know a person is rich based on their credit, right? They said this credit because it qualifies you for debt. 
Isn't that what the world is? And that programming is in you. Unless you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom. Tell me, please. So when you then hear the gospel of houses you did not build, you know what happened in your subconscious? That word eats your subconscious and it bounces back because you're thinking, how? Said it's not possible. But you see, what you're saying is not possible is only based on your background because that's all you know. That's the only way you know. So you would say it's not possible. You see, the boy you are dying for now, you say, I love him so much. It's only because you came from that background. If you came from a, a little bit more affluent background, that boy would be your, 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 your cleaner. That's all it would be. Well, you say you love him. Then I asked the lady, what is love? Like, I'm not saying don't love. You can love all you like, but please define love. And you realize she would define it. He would define it based on their experience. Their subconscious already told them. That's why when you grew up, all of a sudden as an African girl, you began to desire flower. That someone should give you flower. That someone should be romantic. Then you defined, rom 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 I want to call it, um, uh, what's that disease now? Um, romanticism. Yeah. Then you develop romanticism because you're looking for romance. Because somebody defined it they said romance means when you're walking in this when you're walking in this how often do you hold hands together i said why should we hold hands ah, if it's not holding your hand there's a problem somebody is programming you and you see by yourself when you lock the door by yourself you started crying and why you said it's not romantic it doesn't love me you see how you interpreted life you built a story your subconscious began to work. So I said, girl, you've not made money, no headway in life, and you are in love. How is this happening in this life? She says, no, it's normal, it's natural, it's human. I said, no, it's not. It's programmed. But I've also met ladies who's... No, I'll leave that. Because that's the positive side. But let me leave it. Tell me, please. The second definition. Tell me. To make full or complete again. What I'm just trying to say with this, to make again is working. But remember that the strength of his work was based on what Solomon was telling his lover. A short world where it is him and his lover. Where it is God and Adam alone. Be fruitful. Did I not tell you on Sunday? That fruitfulness is created in secret places. So when he said be fruitful, he said, come to fellowship with me where it is just you and I alone. Then you will do the work. So what was Adam's work? That fellowship with God was his subconscious. Remember, oh God. Why is it his subconscious? God comes to the earth. Nobody, all the people where he now went back to work, they don't see him. Is eternal spirit. You know, they won't see God. They will just see him as a guy who is in love with what we cannot see. What is this thing? Who are you fellowshipping with? All that they just see is that this guy is growing. His garden is beautiful. What was responsible for his wealth? They don't know. They keep finding how is he wealthy? He doesn't know. 
and they don't know to Adam was not in the process of the plant yielding you don't understand it does not know the, the science the mechanism of how one corn became a thousand a thousand it doesn't know it just knows when I go to this man remember up to this point okay, let me leave that when I go to this man things when I come back things yield when I go to this man I tap into my subconscious and I can name trillions of animals including little ants butterflies this guy was able to name what I'm telling you is there's a power residual in you it is your subconscious is so powerful that what happens is that your conscious limits the power of that subconscious because your subconscious conscious interprets it and tells you according to your culture and what you need to do tonight is to erase everything that is in that subconscious so they didn't know so they kept finding they kept looking for how are you living this good and you don't have a job the man telling you that is not born again and all he's doing is to bring you to walk the earth where is he or she has been buried their title I repeat does not matter it can be your pastor so what's the source of your wealth now when he says that guess what happens to you you say to yourself um hmm. you didn't answer yeah. but you said to your subconscious programs you're saying I may have survived today but I don't know it may be true how will I survive next week it's brought you home it's been able to drag you so now what happens man's life this is the problem with life is always either thinking of the past or the future so it never really lives you didn't hear what i just said i know you're not living i said it's from the age of seven imagine if it told me today so for some reason out of the blue i said have you guys been getting good sleep though she said yes she said but i find myself waking up Heli or sporadically because of my recitation test that I have next week. That's a eight-year-old. Already worried. I think it's mathematical text. Two times two. Blah, blah, blah. Because she has that test coming up at that age without her knowing. She'll just wake up. I'm asking you, what wakes you up to go to work at exactly 7 a.m.? Why did you wake up? very few set alarms but if you have a program tomorrow except of course you have some certain illnesses most times you will wake up by yourself even though you slept oh god you're not hearing the word go back and read songs of solomon that i was reading to you. he said my lover was at the door he said even though i was sleeping i couldn't sleep i just told you if i said she wakes up alive because she's thinking of a test coming up next week so she's not able to live in the now and she's not it had to take a teacher to tell her the consequences either body language or so to tell her the console it would take a bad father like me saying let me tell you something you don't need to be able to recite anything You understand? Fail it. (laughs) 
Do you understand that? Like, don't worry. It's fine. Fail. You know why? What will make her fail is the non-sleeping. A child already has that subconscious. Don't think it went away because they ordained you as a pastor. You're still waking up to the fear of poverty. It wakes you up. That's why we set target here. You know why? Scientists say when you have all the worries and anxieties of this world, the moment you go on plane and you fly skydiving, if you achieve it, and most people do, right? You feel like you, are, you can do something. Target for us is to tell you, guys, let me tell you, normally, an 18-year-old is supposed to make 10,000 a month. Give five of it. It's supposed to be the normal word. So you guys are busy looking for businesses to register. I'm saying, you see the people you have until their subconscious speaks that word. If you like, you can register websites. If you like, you can look for capital. You won't so you'll be giving them capital to build business because you're saying to yourselves, it's so, so that we can be able to sow. They will not have. Because their subconscious has not clocked what they are supposed to be. It is the word first. Ask all the guys around. It's never business. It's what they are hearing. So Jesus said, take heed. I'm still developing a story. I'll stop by 10.30. It doesn't matter how poor and backward Africa is. You see, what the poverty from the outside did was to create a subconscious story. So constantly by themselves, they will begin to move toward poverty. So that explains why a person can steal two billion and is still looking for government opportunity to steal more. That's a poor woman whose subconscious is still poor. Don't fear that woman. Have eternal life. She will give you all that money. Otherwise, you'll begin to walk the earth. You'll be lobbying them. Thinking if you do something, they will give you. No, they're already figuring you out. They can smell the fear in your subconscious. Your subconscious and dears are having interaction. That's why the moment you begin to hang around such things, you leave Eden, you leave the garden, the fellowship of God. Because as far as you are concerned, all this preaching is no, it's not produced. No, they already figured you out. So they will treat you like man of the earth. Are you ready to worship tonight? But let's read this few scripture. I'll take you to one tapping. How you tap the subconscious. Tell me. Were you reading something? So now Jesus says, the laborers are few. The Bible says lifting up his eyes, he saw the harvest field. I think that's John, right? Or something. Is it John, Matthew? Whichever one, please. I've told you about imagination before. You are what you imagine yourself to be. The most powerful tool is going to be your imagination. But for the born again man, it is God who tells you what to imagine. That's the difference between me and what you're hearing on the internet. When you're ready, please. It's very simple. The laborers are few. The harvest indeed is plentiful. But the laborers are few. We prayed this the other day, guys. 
Matthew 9:38. Uh-huh. Then he said from verse 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion Why? on them. Why? Because they were harassed and helpless. Like what? Sheep without a shepherd. Listen to me, please. The world is not looking for new billionaires. It's looking for shepherds. This is where I was going with all of this. God says it doesn't need new billionaires. It needs shepherds. He lifted up and saw the crowd. The crowd is the world. What is the field? The world. He saw the fields. And he looked at the people that were on this and that's the greatest evil that Adam's done. The people that were earnestly waiting for his redemption is now back to them hustling like them. So a person singing in the choir wants to be like a worldly musician not knowing that the worldly musician is waiting for his redemption through you who have inherited eternal life. So he or she is not the one that has something to offer you. You are the one that will give them eternal life. We saw these signs in Jesus. The rich came to him and said, what should I do to have eternal life? When he saw the crowd, he had compassion of, on them because they were harassed and helpless. The world is helpless. Don't join the helpless world. I begin to look for help in the world. That means you're helpless too. They were harassed and helpless like sheep without shepherd. God is not looking for people who want to occupy the fobless. He's looking for shepherds. Tell me. Then he said to his disciples. The harvest. Is plentiful. And where is the harvest? The world. The harvest is plentiful. But. The workers. There is no Adam. Adam would have walked the earth. He would have filled it and subdued it. The workers are few. Adam has gone back to his own country. But he he didn't cease to be the son of God. He was still son of God. He still had to birth Cain and Abel. If it was in the garden, if he gave birth in the garden, it would not be Cain and Abel. It would be Abel and Abel. Because Abel will be taken out, um, Cain will be taken out of Abel. But in the world, it is many. It is not one. You didn't hear what I just said. In the, in the garden, many is taken out of one. Outside of the garden, it has to be many. It has to be twins and triplets. Because in the world, you subdue and multiply according to the numbers of birth. In the garden, if you can get one person, you will take many out of the one. From that day onward, you will find Jacob and Esau as well. It's going to be tainted humanity. From the same person. It's going to be that which was born of the flesh, Esau, and that which was born of the spirit. Jacob needed not to do any work. He, he inherited the blessing before he was born. It's an inheritance. Eternal life is inheritance. Jacob is Israel before he did the first good act. Esau was already bad before he did the first wrong thing. One wrong thing Esau has not done. And God already said, I hate him. 
one good thing Jacob had not done and God already said I love him it's the fellowship guys because Jacob was created to be a worker in the garden of God so now this guy Jacob travels is going to dedicate himself to work for women that he could have gotten without any work he thought that the love for Rachel and all he loved Rachel Rachel didn't love him so please what is love Rachel loved the idol of his father of her father's house <laughs> Rachel didn't care Rachel was a woman of competition so much so that when he's following Jacob he stole idol Rachel is her name right stole idol and Rachel was a professional liar so is Jacob loving so it meant nothing and she died before entering the promised land because God will not have her God will not perpetuate her she's the wife of labor if you are married once you are laboring to make your marriage peaceful and happy it's a marriage takes work you, you, have you heard those things before right relationship is work marriage is work that's the man who has gone back and it could be your wife that made you work she's dragged you back to a native country you're back there walking the earth from which the dirt thank you the dirt from which you were taken you are back there you're there then you may be priding yourself in I walk on my marriage you're dead you are back to the earth in the garden if you have relationship with the father Eve will be fine and both of you will be fine not one day not one saving not one in the running so to speak of spark nation i've seen eden so i'm not talking of that which my hands have not had and for 16 years there's never been a certainty of what is coming in when 16 years so the land is baffled how this guy is wealthy but we cannot see how so come and explain it i'm saying honestly i would want to explain it to you deficiently do, I mean, dollars, eternally dollars, eternally dull people. In the name of whatever you go and wear, you can wear masquerade clothes and call yourself police. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. But honestly, I would have wished to explain it to you, but I also don't know. But how can you not know? Let me tell you how I cannot know. By not knowing, that's the how. The kingdom of God is as if a man should sow his seed. And night and day it groweth, but yet it does not know how. So the question now is, you want to prove something. So you prove it that is wrong source then. You prove it. It's your problem now, not mine. Prove it or jump into the river Nile. It does not know how. What I'm saying in other words is this. There is a work of increase. That comes from fellowship with God. I didn't say prayer. Look, you can be loving God and it's not loving you. I say, God loves everybody. Yes, it's John 3, 16. By the time you get into the epistle, he said, he who does these things 
my father will love so please don't come with those <laughs> anyway yeah tell me what were we reading then he said it's to in him, the scripture my friend so before you bug out and say how can he say go without love it's in the, your bible the same bible you're about to fight for is there okay tell me the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few so who will be a billionaire who will be a trillionaire the workers but their workers because they understand that if the value of money comes to their hand it's not theirs they are working imagine you have a billion and you are working on how to spend it for kingdom you must hear clearly you must know where to put it you are working now that's subduing you are you now know okay you see this one million here it's going to buy a radio station why so that we can replenish and subdue that's the work no you didn't hear me that already looks like laziness already you are saying oh that's not work for me it is work because you have to remain in fellowship now why are you thinking the way you are thinking now because you've been given the notion the labor of the working the earth thing so a person had gone to work the earth so that they can sow seed saying it doesn't really work that way it's a mindset first so he said now what i want you to do is to pray the god of the harvest the one who controls the harvest the harvesters are the angels you know the bible says that already so you are not the harvester that's the angels but the workers is you this is why this prayer is important Pray therefore that the God of the harvest will send out laborers. Tell me, finish this first though. Ask the Lord of the harvest therefore, therefore to send out workers into his harvest field. What is his field, guys? The world. They said, pray that the God of the harvest. So when he says we can take the seven mountains, he's looking for workers. And anyone who gets that mindset tonight, you become his worker. But it doesn't just stop with him making you a worker. He has to send you out. If he's going to send you out, he must understand, he must know that you understand these things. Because his sending out is not out of Eden. It's the expansion of Eden. Now, Eden lives in you now. That means it's a person who understands their subconscious, their own base of power, where everything matters. So Peter or Paul says the things to think about. If there be any good report, any praise, think about these things. So erase your negative subconscious consciously, telling it, I will not think that. I will not press this button. But ultimately, now, from this place, science says that's one way to do it. Then science goes into neurons and brain and how to reprogram your brain and all that. Then it gets deeper in science. But let me show you how it works in spiritual stuff. It's very, very simple. We have the mind of Christ. Maybe this scripture will come to life to you better tonight. It did not say we have the behavior of Christ. When you get to church, 
they are trying to make you have the behavior of Christ without the mind of Christ and it will never work it's already a lost cause the behavior must come from the mind not even the heart of Christ the mind for out of it are the issues of life I believe in God ultimately I also understand that there's universe that whatever you think about the most comes to you I believe it but this is why Jesus had to come and die guys I need you to understand this he gave his life so that you can have his life the mind becomes one look at this scripture tell me the person without the spirit does not accept the things where are you reading from please first corinthians 2 14 yeah the person without the spirit uh-huh does not accept the things that come from the spirit of god what considers them foolishness it is coming from a subconscious remember that the earth that adam was taken out of they are looking at him from a distance they know he has fellowship they don't know with who it's spiritual they cannot accept adam until adam comes to them and walks on their level when he walks on their level they say ah hey now you are now thinking they say wow wow you are now matured yes because they can accept him but they cannot accept the man of the spirit the man of the spirit is a given man how do you explain that given brings you increase it makes no sense if you are still working engineering, we understand how you will pay for your house this month. We get that. It is normal. People do that all day long. It is A um, to B and it leads to Z, right? But if you, if God uses a Toby to raise one million for you this month and next month he uses uh, um, someone else in the power base, you see, it's spiritual and nobody can understand that. How do you neutralize that kind of power? You use consciousness to kill it. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God. Uh -huh. But considers them foolish and cannot understand why them because they are discerned only these through the are spirit. subconscious stuff. And I dare to say that there are people who don't believe in Jesus that have subconscious on point too. That's why they practice yoga and stuff like that. But you see, the only problem there is it will not be eternal. Verse 15. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgment. Do you understand what human judgment means? No? It means I can decode faith's life. If she has that shoe, that shoe is 50 pounds. I get it. She walks. She earns 2,000 pounds. And then she pays the rent of 700. She pays another thing of 300. She does this. I understand. There's about 200 pounds left over. That's how she gets the shoe. 50 pounds therefore because it's 50 proportionate to 2,000. Uh -huh. But the problem is if faith opens a book and says on a monthly basis I saw 2,000 then I still have that shoe. Then I still live well. It can, she cannot be judged by human judgment. Now you are wondering but how 
Do you understand that? So there are those whose life just makes sense. Even though they go to church and say, they are not speaking in tongues. It is not tongues. They, it still makes sense. Their life already makes sense. Their tongues cannot make sense. It doesn't work that way. Are you listening to me tonight? So it cannot be judged merely by human stuff. So what you're doing is that when you become born again or saved, you believe in eternal life, but you don't believe in your future two years time. You're already fearing. You're afraid of two years time. You're already thinking in two years time, I may not have. But you still turn around to me and say, heaven is our home. There is mansion there. No, you don't believe there is mansion there. It's just a temporary relief for your brain. You are just taking a religious, religious Andrelian, a rush. It's religious. You really don't believe. So don't be surprised if mom is not in heaven. She doesn't believe already in life. She already says, I don't even believe. Imagine you're believing a guy who says in heaven everything is cool but on earth i cannot guarantee your by the time you are 30 i cannot guarantee any good thing for you but don't worry when you now suffer suffer and die then i've built a mansion it's not true so you see why we say that people are not really born again don't worry mom will be in heaven she believes in jesus is said so because already you are thinking oh wow chill it's fine it's all right i just did that to get your attention she'll be in heaven and you already you already know the kind of house you people you will live in already mom is going to be the one say no that house no in heaven no we don't want to live there let's just let's not let's cut our coat according to our size in heaven again <laughs> tell me please but such a person is not we, we let me tell you what we do externally we dream in quotes big dreaming code. We expect big things, but we pay little attention to our subconscious and the words programmed there. We invest in emotional barrenness or barren emotional stuff and we withdraw all capital from the things that really matters. We overrate things that have not much rating and we downgrade what is most important. So Mary and, G and Martha, Jesus turned to, to Martha and said, look, Mary has chosen the right thing. Is that change of mind, that complete transformation. Because again, remember, you don't attract what you want. You attract who you are. So anyways, let's, let's finish this because of time. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct... Do you see, is the mind of the Lord. So there's another kind of mind that works in those who are born again. For who has known the mind of the Lord in order that he may instruct him, meaning whoever knows the mind of God, God will instruct. He instruct through those subconscious. Look, how can someone say pity does not like KJV. I use KJV, guys. I'm just saying, if I don't like it, if I don't read it, I won't know it's the worst one. That's the only way I got to know. Worst does not mean useless. It just means that it's the worst language. So don't, don't rate it, but use it. You have to use it. Another person says, it doesn't believe in dream. How can I not believe in dream? I've told you my dreams many times, but I'm able to discern when God is trying to speak and when my subconscious that is living in an inferior life and afraid of many things is now playing me. 
I've got to know. And I've got to say no. Say, oh, I had a dream that I died and it was terrible. Say, go and die then. If, it, if that's, it, what are you talking about? You're pushing the button. It's your subconscious. It means you're always afraid. PK told me a story. One of the ladies in, a, in his house, he said, the girl said, oh, um, sir, I'm having suicidal thoughts. I think I may kill myself. PK said, she said, you, the way you like food, you're not going to kill yourself. Go and kill yourself. We see you in the house, the way you clear out food. You're not going to kill yourself. You like food. So then they checked on her the next day. Say, oh, where are you? So I'm in just in McDonald's and uh, I'm still going through. Say, you're in McDonald's. You're not going to die. You're not going to kill yourself. You're not going to. You like food. You like to eat. And that's a good thing, though. For who has known the mind of God, of the Lord, so as to instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Look, that's why you cannot be evil. Syrian, Nigerian, is mind. Once that mind comes in you, all the things that is cultural in your life will be wiped out. Every single thing. And until that happens, so now, if we want to draw someone close, even in the nation family, I already know they are not born again. So, what will I do? I will find out about their background. Where's the mom? Where's the dad? Da, da, da. I already know they are not on it yet. They desire to be. For if they are really born again, I won't have to ask about their parental background because most times people go back to that hometown. A young boy stopped me in the city. He said I was in Spark. That the PO has already told me. A guy stopped me. And you know PO. He said I don't know him. I just told you. They stopped me. So I said, I know. Hey, hey, hey. He said, it's not. I didn't need because of the world is great. It's just, you know, some people's behavior. But I was busy. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on, and he says, I still listen to the word. And if you're listening now, this is his truth moment. But you're sitting with another person. And I've seen you guys roaming around. Looking for like deals in Mayfair. I'm looking at the person sitting next to you and say, this is wearing rags. You guys are wearing rags. I'm looking for deals. But I hear your word. It's really encouraging. When I was in COD, it encourages me. No, go and look at the people you left. The people you think. I'm thinking, yeah, right. In the business world, you find it's angels that you'll be hanging around with. You're looking for deals with this one sitting here. This one. How? You're chasing shadows. Go and look at the people you left. They won't take you back even if you come back with money put on your head. They still won't take you. I don't understand. People go back to their native land because they've never really encountered this eternal life. They think it's about deals. A mind that is not around people who have gone through the experience and become born again because of the word they are hearing and the things they are exposed to. They can't make any money. They can't make anything. But we have the mind of Christ. It has to be one mind. And when you are really born again, the only way we'll know is that everything that characterized you before you were born again, including culture and everything, everything gets erased. Every single thing. 
there's no trace of your culture. No trace. I told you the day you know people are not born again, especially it's their daughter's wedding day and the daughter himself or herself. All of a sudden, they say, it is our tradition. We must eat this. You say, where is this coming from? A regenerated man does not know those things. Does that mean it's wrong to do it? No. It is okay to do your tradition if your gods, you're just kicking them as football, as play. You're just playing. What is this? But when, when it's, a, it's our thing, we, the way we're dressed on our wedding day is our own thing. Let me tell you, the slave's culture, a, a slave woman, our culture is to show our cleavages. It's our homeland. So when you see her, half of the chest is out. Everything is, pop, is popping. Yeah, of course, yes. Everything is popping because from the slavery land where she's coming from, if the cloth is not tight and shows the figure, she's not fine. In the native land of the queen, the queen's land, in, in, in her home world, they don't show that. You cannot dress as royalty and begin to show your chest and everything is popping. And the skirt is so tight that it shows your figure. You will not be accepted there. But where you are coming from in the slavery land, it's like from Adam's native land, when they go out on straw, when they are enlightened, they are still playing on the water. But they come out as mermaids. And they say, you don't know me. I'm a very, very posh woman. I'm enlightened. That's the slave's language. Any girl you see with all the cleavage out, I don't care if she's a pastor in Spark Nation. It doesn't mean anything. No, it's still a native land. Already, I'm saying, I'm in Eden. I know your land. We will soon subdue it. I know. So don't worry about the pastoring thing. I understand it. It is to fill the cheers and say, hey guys, we ordained 99 people. That's all it is for. It's newspaper news. It's blogs. But the born again person, are you listening to me? Obi? The born again person. Without anyone reading our rules, he or she has the mind of Christ. It's a mind thing. It's a connection of mind. It is not rules. Because with rules now, everybody will start asking me, what should I wear? What should I, what's my business with what you wear? It's none of my business. That's rules. But in Eden, fellowship tells you, with this, you cannot subdue. Why? You look like the people to be subdued. The moment Eve ate that fruit, she became part of them because she was aware. Awareness is to neutralize the power to subdue. I wanted to say something, but I'll spare you of that. How do we then inherit this mind of Christ? This is my closing chapter. When he ascended on high, he gave gift unto men. This is my tie-up. This is where I finish it. The five ministry gift is to subdue the earth. How? By feeling it. Reproduction. Reproducing. If they reproduce, they will subdue the earth. If the reason why you're listening to me tonight is because I'm a pastor or an apostle, whatever I am. If that's why you're listening to me, 
we've already filled the earth to a place. If you receive that word holy, whatever field you are sent to manifesting, you will subdue it. The moment you detach from that mind, you begin to produce less until you begin to walk the earth. Tell me. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended... Did you see what he gave? Grace. These are words. Have you ever seen grace physical, edible, audible? No. Grace was given. Where does he give it? In the place of fellowship. Grace is unmerited favor. Meaning, it has to do with inheritance. But Noah found grace in the sight of God. So, what happened to Noah was, as he was preaching about disaster, disaster was drawing close. Because this one man can subdue the whole earth. And the only people that were spared were his own seed. People taken from him. Are you listening to me tonight? He found grace. God destroyed the whole earth. It was the only one standing. Guess how his life went when he found grace? Or how his life started going when he found grace? Opposite to the world. You're building an ark for a rain that we cannot see. Everybody, the Bible used marriage as the standard of the continuity or the perpetuity of a community. He said, as it was in the days of Noah, people were marrying and being given in marriage. He used that as perpetuity. They were intending to continue what God is already stopping. So when you go and marry or look for relationship based on your parent or whoever is talking, what the earth is doing to you is perpetuating, continuing what they are. But Noah found grace. On the day that they were all going to be destroyed, they were still marrying. But Noah was doing something different because he found grace. He's a spiritual man. Nothing can judge him. Nothing can discern him. The moment you as Spark Nation, you as Nation Family, I've told you this before. The moment everything you do now makes sense and they can write it out and say, this is why this happens, then you are finished because you've been brought to the work realm. And the spirit realm is the mind of Christ. So what do you need to do to have billions for the work? It's very simple. On Thursday, you've heard PT speak. On Sunday, you've heard PT speak. Take that mind. Don't have to rate. And this guy goes to the business world and thinks they know what to do. At that moment, for a while, you can still make a little bit of money, but you're dying off. Read the scripture. Let's see again. But see each one of us grace has been given Quickly. as Christ apportioned uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. it. This is why it says when he ascended on he high, took many captives and gave gift to his he, he took many captives when he ascended he, he, he went to the place of power where Satan took everything from Adam Remember now what has happened even in Eden. What has happened and the man who Satan was supposed to, I mean who was supposed to subdue Satan, the earth, the one in charge of the earth where Adam was taken from has been subdued. So all authority was given to him. He took it now. Christ went to take it back by the reason of sacrifice. By his death on the cross, it became sin. He would knew no sin and he paid the penalty for Adam's fault. He took this power back and he says, look, the big man you see, 
the billionaire you see it doesn't have power over that billion it's just a temporary custodian he's holding it for a moment it says now i want to redistribute it back to you so that what adam failed to do you can do he said but i'm not going to channel it through five power plants it's going to go through pipes five that is why it says when he ascended on high he took many captives you don't still understand many captives right so these guys have skill human beings have skills to actually produce billions and build a new world and by so doing they become very rich but it took them captive it took them in subjection to expectation of their own liberation so for what they want in the future they are willing to give their whole wealth to it so he held them in captivity the bible tells us that he holds them in captivity so that you can take what they have in exchange for what you have to do what he wants so it's got to be one mind nobody is going to get richer without those five-fold ministry they are the five power pipes when he ascended on high and gave gift to his people and when i read the scripture as a child i thought the gift is going to be whole i want to see what he gave them and then we thought it is the word of knowledge and then no it wasn't look at this scripture what does he ascended mean what does it mean that he also descended to the lower earthly region wait there's an earthly region then there's the lower earthly region what who is associated to this lower earthly region guys you don't know of course adam guys wake up that's where there was earth it was under the water that's the lower earthly region what does he ascended mean except that he also descended into the lower earthly region where adam was everything they had there all the work that adam did from the time it was banned from the Garden of Eden, all his investment in that earth, Christ had to go and reap the fruit of it. He took everything back. Everything that Adam thought he was working for, they didn't give him. It was held in expectation. Christ took everything. Because the Bible says he descended to the lower earthly region. Tell me verse 10. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens. In other. To fill the whole universe. Do you remember the word fill? Do you remember that was the programming of Adam? Why is this important? When you think about the mind of Christ. When you think but the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Again because of the way you've been wrongly programmed. All that you're thinking of is gentility. Good boy, good girl. Um, doing good stuff. But the reason, what was on his mind, the reason why he went to the lower part, the reason why he died is so that he can feel the whole universe. So imagine if you have the mind of Christ right now, imagine what you are thinking. How to fill the whole universe because that was his intention the unseen part of his sin action was to fill the whole earth you need to hear that guys the unseen part the subconscious of why he died you know we read the story of how he died they nailed him um, they, 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 they stripped him he was beaten he was pierced those are the things that were seen 
But what's the unseen part of all of these things? That it may feel all things. That it may feel the whole universe. That's what he's thinking right now. He wants to feel the whole universe. Tell me please. So Christ himself gave. So if he's going to be able to feel the whole universe. Remember one of the universes is the earth. Right? And when he was walking this earth. The Bible says he lifted up his eyes one day and he saw the crowd. They were harassed. They were famished. Like sheep without shepherd. So now he took all this power and he said, I have all this power, so what am I going to do with it? I want to feel the whole earth. Our whole motivation was to feel the whole earth. Our whole motivation was to do what Adam did not do. But he had to go back. He goes back and says, how am I going to do this now? So Christ himself gave the apostles, tell me. The prophets. The evangelists. The pastors and teachers. Uh -huh. To equip his people for what? Wait, this is what I'm talking about. To equip his people for works. You remember Adam, right? He was walking in the garden, right? To fill the earth. So let's reread this now. To equip his people for subdue the earth, replenish it, have dominion, and all the other ones. As we read it in Spark Nation Anthem. To equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built. Why? Because again, time will not permit me. He said, and he has made him head, in whom is the Colossians, I believe, is the completion of all things. In him, all things consist bodily. So, if the body is being built, guess what is happening? The workers are on the field. Why are the workers on the field? Because the five power plants and pipes are actively at work, equipped to work. So if you are sent, if you are going to be one of the people that channels, channels billions in, guess what happened? You've encountered the five-fold ministry, or at least one of them. You've been sent out to work. Now, why is this word important? You have to have that mindset. You want to read something? For in him all things were created, huh? things in heaven and on earth. It is just still this same scripture. Paul was saying the same thing in another way. In him all things exist, tell me. Things in heaven and on earth. Yeah, all visible things. Visible and invisible. Did you hear that? The visible and invisible, the logic and illogical, the conscious and the unconscious, whether thrones or powers or it doesn't rulers. matter if it is the queen of england or the president of america i was telling one of your brothers i didn't know you know biden is so dull you don't know what's happening in america anymore i didn't know the guy was in uk you know how i knew and then some of your brothers said he was there because i was sitting at home and i saw him come into my own home in my dream so I thought, oh, this is something God is trying to say. I'm searching the scripture. Then the next son said, oh, you know, Biden is America. I mean, Biden is in UK. Say, oh, is it? Then I didn't go further to tell them anything because it's not necessary. It came into my own house, into my own dining table. In him, all things were created. All things in heaven and on earth, 
visible and invisible whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority tell me all things have been created through him and for him so where must he find you in the five power pipes because that's what downloads his mind if you are not there guess where you are you are walking the earth from which you were made the first invite is to salvation when you first came to the nation when you answered altar call you became his people but now he's making you are you listening to me tonight how is he doing that he's not changing things in your visible life he's changing everything in your invincible life the problem is when the word is eating and you're traveling you're traveling the word is trying to prevail all of a sudden you hear another word and that word looks like you should make your your visible life great it won't work because I already know what you're doing you're now walking the ground why did he raise an apostle to make you walk a pity's job is to make you walk to equip you for work of the ministry all things have been created through him and for him verse 17 if there he, is quickly he is before all things and in him all things hold together remember the word is all things that is why he's saying don't raise people that are looking for things raise people that are walking and all things will come to them all things what, what stops you from walking you begin to think of next year when you are now 35 it doesn't matter if all things come at 50 or 60 the, the important thing is it will come to do what you have been equipped to do every single thing but we kill ourselves because we stop giving or reduce giving because we need things in him all things consist every single thing the houses you did not build the wells you did not dig is in the thrones so when the time comes and the throne of the queen of england needs to walk on our behalf it will be there for us because it consists and exists in him so the problem is not if they know us or if they are willing to walk with us it's if we are willing to walk with him it's about our mind for we have the mind of christ so let this word why do you listen to a lot of soundcloud you must be lost in them until you have no more mind but the mind of the apostle the teacher the prophet it must completely consume you because until it soaks you in completely you are still a hebrew man do you hear what i've just said it's the it, you are made meaning half body fish half body human so i know and the half body is getting blessed and we think it's great but it's not what God wants you to do is to take that field. I don't care if it is crypto or, or entertainment. You take it completely and that's not by walking the earth. I've seen good people walk the earth. People will even believe in the work of the ministry. People will love pity. But I, there are things I sit with them at and I know this is walking the earth. You are walking the ground from which you've been made. You're already above what you're looking for. You're already above it. Your body don't look it because you're on earth. Consciously reprogram your subconscious. 
Did you hear what I just said? Remember, whenever change is about to happen, your subconscious and your conscious will fight. They will be at loggerhead. Tell your subconscious, subconscious, I mean consciously, that you are no longer that person. Remember, yes, you have to sometimes. Remember what was programmed in your subconscious. Look for it, search it out so that you can stop it in its tracks. Deliberately surround yourself like we've said before and I can't overstate this so you, you're going to keep hearing it. You have to deliberately choose your cycle. And when you say things like, well, I'm just hanging around them to win their soul. You know it's not true. You know your own soul is still back to your native land. That's why it didn't take them time to pull you to start doing what they are doing. It didn't take time. Uh, hanging around those who are smoking weed until you started smoking. That's a shame to the kingdom. It's a shame. Like, big shame. Like, how? The, really, the real reason is because you never really left that home. Do I believe everybody will leave? I don't think so. But I think you can. I think you can. Why do I think you can? Because you're listening to me tonight. Maybe some of you are listening for the first time, but many of you have been listening for a while. So there is something in your subconscious that also locates this man and says, this is an apostle. Let me link with the power pipes. So what is the work of the ministry tonight? Remember this. Life is hard unless it's for a bigger purpose. So you found your own bigger purpose tonight and before tonight. The work of the ministry. God does not need a fob list. There is nothing called height. I heard that today and I agree or articulated it. People think someone has reached a place. There's nothing called a place. Everybody comes to break the next level. But when you look at someone, your subconscious programs you. As how high they are. They are not at any height. You are as high as you imagine, right? So there is no other mind that can function like this except the mind of Christ. You see, the mind of Christ almost looks like there is no care about tomorrow. So when he took the disciples, he took 12 of them and he focused on them for three and a half years. Like they had to leave everything to understand a completely new life. Why is this important for you guys, please? The older you get, the more you're going to be told to become aware. The more aware you get, the more you die. The more God says, look, this man is no longer useful for us. We have to send him back to the land from which he was made. So, Aaron says, it's like, okay, let me define this. He said, it's like walking on the waters or living on the edge. I said, that's your own English word. For me, it's living the life. Because, you know, the logical mind has to give it a, a word. Otherwise, it's still subconscious. And I said, 
I'm just living subconsciously. Things come into my mind, my heart. And I just do it. Then I realize years later that in my subconscious I'd been living, trap house living was there. And it was what the apostles did. But the church taught us differently. They just said, love your family and if you grow your children by yourself, you'll be fine. Then I realized the pastors who took that path, I've seen their children smoking weed and living the wrong life. Then I realized, no, that's it. that was a trick. So what I'm saying is there's no one way to doing something. Actually, if you live your life, yeah, If you live your life with the consciousness of this is how things are done, you know what that does? It blocks you from seeing many other ways that things can be done. Do you understand that? Because you already said to yourself, this is so. You become less creative because you've only known one way. God forced us as a church out of one way. Then we began to realize that actually there are many other ways. But you see, there's danger in inherited life. Inherited life does not mean eternal life. Your notion about marriage and childbirth and job and uni is inherited life. It's not eternal. Someone told you. So you started living like that. And then you say, what's next? Say this marriage because someone told you. A man who's done all that is the one I refer you to tonight. He came to Jesus and said, How can I inherit eternal life? That's our question tonight, right? And I think I've answered it. Pray the Lord God of the harvest to send our workers. From this season on, I've delivered the word, right? He said he's not looking for billionaires, he's looking for workers. He wants you to be a worker. Someone said, but I'm already that. No, I know you're working in the house. You're in choir, you're family head, you're doing all those stuff. He wants you to work with that consciousness. Subconscious. It, it needs your programming to be like that. He wants your programming to be so affirmative that you cannot not have. Until it gets... Look, you have to understand that money, yeah? answers right to all things isn't it so your subconscious must tell you you cannot not have it's not possible and you must question yourself how did you get to the place where you're thinking you may not have experience programmed can we do some re reprogramming tonight there are two things that reprograms the law worship because worship is about focus hence why you will see I love words worship is word the problem is if you have a choir that repeats a song all the time, three years, the same, the same. You get used to it and you will sing it consciously, subconscious. Words are programming. I didn't share this with Reverend, but he came to share with us. He said to us, the word grew is in the subconscious. Worship is focused. Praying in the spirit is focused. And say so you don't pray in the spirit publicly anymore. I've grown. I don't need to. They set our focus. Friendship does as well. 
Jesus says something about, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? He said, already, Adam, you will miss fellowship if you are a friend to the world. Outside of the nation, and I say this proudly and boldly, when people start popping up with their own friends, I'm wondering how, but be, I, and I don't hate them. I'm just saying, what do you guys talk about? I want to let me into that word. I just want to know what the discussion is. Said, I just want to win it so you've been friends eternally. His soul is not getting one, it's, that means he's winning yours. Uh, How about the souls that we're supposed to bring to church? Those are not your friends. When they grow into your own programming, they become your friends. But until then, they are souls. Did you get something from the world tonight? I want us to worship for about five minutes. I'm just saying there's nothing outside of you. Everything is inside and everything can... Look, God says to us, for the next six months, it's going to be very fruitful. Because of what you are consciously becoming in your subconscious. That's where it matters. Don't look at your account tonight and think, well, I don't have anything. Once you begin to say that, it's not because you don't have anything. Look at your life. You're living better than most of your mates. But yet you are telling yourself, that means that native ground is still there. Yeah, it's bringing you back. So you're allowing physical things to tell you where you live. Adam had nothing. He didn't know how those things grew. He didn't understand the certainty of them tomorrow, but he did not know tomorrow. Adam was a permanent eternal man until he grew. He grew up in a minute. Are you going to worship with me tonight? Tell yourself who you are tonight. If you tell yourself you are broke and out and down, then you are... I'm speaking to nationals because I know the process of work. I know your monthly giving target. I'm not talking to people who don't. Anyway, let me leave that. Our mind attacked from us to the apostles because he gave five ministry to Christ, to the Father. For what? Fill the earth. You cannot not have. You're already sitting now with your monthly target and you say, I have. It's not that I may know. I, I don't know how this will go. It doesn't. That's why you didn't reach your target. Because your mind already told you it's, it's, quite, it's quite difficult. Yeah, we already know life is hard. All our teenagers, our young persons must be told constantly what they are supposed to make. That's what they are supposed to be. It's not even someone encouraging them. It is what it's supposed to be. What are you singing, guys? Let's worship. Five minutes worship. I really, I really need you to focus. We want to get into that world. You want to tap into the mind of Christ through the five-fold ministry so that you can walk. Then three billion, ten billion will pass through you for the walk. Then you are walking it. You're actually taking time. And it's not, it doesn't start with the billion, guys. It starts with you meeting with your family and when you add just a little thousand, this little thousand, you're saying, how do we walk this? What is the walk? You're walking. Because 
from the day you gave your last sin, you're already asking your leader, what are we given next? That's the work of the ministry, guys. That's how to fill the earth. And all of a sudden, you begin to see the music world now knows your church. They da -da -da, you are working. There's a work going on there. And that's why God will have to increase you because you're working. So each time the work advances, a pity comes back with sol more solid work so that you can be more equipped. Do you see how this chain thing works? The work advances, you need more work because now we need more money, right? And then you work it because it gives you more work. Like God will come. That's why it comes daily because there's more work the next day. Do you understand that? Otherwise, it would have given him more one word, one word, and said, "Go and do it." No. After it gave him the five commandments, it comes back on a daily basis. Because if Adam does more work today, there will be more work tomorrow. So we cannot have a target of hundred k last month and fifty this month. Oh, that means we didn't advance. We didn't feel. How do your businesses grow? Because it had come to your family head or your leader or your PT and said, okay, this is we need 50k, this is it. By the time it comes back, it's 100 because God knows you've had more work. For the increase of that, I dare you to think that way. It's simple. Remember this. I can't possibly say this for money because I saw a church whose bill was less than 300 pounds a month, guys. I know when it increased to 5k and it was all faith. 305k was the same faith. I saw people put money through the through um, office doors and put notes because I'm expecting the same amount. So how do you tell a man like me that you cannot know how? Because I just grew up with the mindset of and if I teach you giving from the times we started challenging ourselves, let me tell you. For the first time we said, I think the first seat we called for was 60 people who can give 100 pounds or 500 or whatever. Guess what happened, right? Why did I not think you could do 10K then? I couldn't see it from the word. So I, I saw you without knowing. Then all of a sudden, awareness, spiritual one comes. Then I, imagine how long it took me to know that. How can Dami say he doesn't have 100 How? It's an awareness. How did the awareness come? The spiritual one. I started spending more time in asking about God and the world. But there was a time I could only see Obi as a 200 pounds man. You see that time when I saw him as that, he could have done 200k. But you see, even him by himself could not have. The apostle, the five-fold ministry have to come and say, you know what? We need to feel that this is what you have to do. It needs to have enough word to take that mindset on. So it cannot, so guess what our prophets did? They started using oil as the trick. So the people, even though they look for it, they really did not increase. Because anything external cannot make you. Did you understand that? They said this oil, as you see, if you give that, 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 or this it won't work. Because the man that went to get it, it cannot sustain because he's not become that man. But as the word increased, so are you now understanding so mightily grew the word? That the word prevailed, it grew, the word was increasing. And so when I began to challenge on giving, I just can't see people. So it is the word that will say, how does he expect them to have it? I honestly 100% expect them to have more than that. <laughs> like 100% because 
I've spent more time understanding who I am. I need them to understand who they are. Tell me. to fight a battle and the prophet imagine a king is going to war right but before any king goes to war the prophet has to speak war you know you would almost think what's the business of a prophet with war now the prophet comes on scene the prophet comes on scene to to speak because without the prophet the nation has no direction but the prophet could not speak because there's no minstrel. Those who sang for the prophet, look at the chain of things. If the king is going to win a war, the prophet has to speak. If the prophet has to speak, the minstrels, the worshippers have to sing. So they cannot be minstrels, either men or women, who are occupied with any other thing. Because then what would happen is they will say, tell us something external. How should we behave? How should we stand? What are the kind of songs you really like? That's external. That means you're trying to make something someone who they are not. And you see, where did we, did we inherit choir from? The old church. So there will be 50, but they are nobodies. God says, no, there can be one fish with the gold. Because it must be someone that can connect the heart of that apostle. Understand this war or this negotiation and sink the mind of God. Otherwise, if your ministries are not functioning, your prophet is not speaking, you, if you like, you can have 10 million in business, it will help to be depleted because you won't know how to engage. You see why worship is important? Everyone that is in this house that has one work or the other to do, you cannot have that work and any other work. If you go to work, physical work, it's just so that you can donate at the end of the month. And that's temporary. Imagine you're doing that work and then you've added boyfriends or you've added many other things. Already God says, I repeat, I have to say that one more time. You go back to the earth. But you know what? You're not going back to the earth because God has commanded this word to you. Oh, I need you to sing me something that has word in it though. If we sing it just for five minutes, then I can pray for you. Can you help me out? Tell me. 
I ask you in the name of your only son, your begotten, your first son. I ask you to send forth workers into this harvest. Indeed, oh God, the crowds have no shepherd. They are harassed. Lord Jesus, Yehoshua, just the same way you saw it when you were on earth and which was recorded in your synoptic gospel. It's still the same, Lord. But we agree with you that the harvest indeed is ripe and that the harvest is plentiful. We are spark nation and I ask Toby, I agree with you, Jesus. So I come to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you to send forth workers. Send forth workers into your harvest, O God. Do what only you can do. I ask, O God, that in this house, you also raise workers that can pay that can pay the salary of over a thousand pastors in millions per year. They are also workers. Lead resources and strength and the know-how. Lead it to their way, oh God. Open their understanding. Stop everything in their lives that is from their native land, oh God. Show them everything that is stopping them. Let them see you in your full glory, oh God. But let them not be aware of this world. But let them be aware of your kingdom. This, oh God, is my petition and my interior to you tonight. This is what we all ask you for tonight in the name of Yehoshua, Father. And we give you praise because you always answer us. And we all say amen tonight. Beloved, all the beloved tonight, say amen. Everyone that is beloved tonight, as your fellowship grows, your doors begin to open ceaselessly. God will open ceaseless doors for you. You will get into plenty ceaselessly. Mighty harvest. So what I'm teaching tonight is not more work. It is more work. But it's the work of fellowship. What is fellowship? Your mind must be clear. 
there's no anxiety there. Nothing like this may happen. Nothing will happen but good. Let me see 200 amen tonight. Leave it to you forever. Forever, Lord, I will pursue. I will pursue. sing that few more times tonight Job was telling how he became rich he said I remember the days when your counsel was upon my tabernacle he said in those days my feet was covered in butter Job was rich and not till today till today they didn't tell us what business it does God was trying to tell you that that's not what matters until the fear of the future of his kids came into his heart and he removed the defenses 
It said, in the days when your counsel was upon my tabernacle, tell me quickly. How I long I need you to read it with a sense of urgency. We are praying right now. It's our prayer time. You know I don't care about time. I'm not looking at the time. What's my business with time? How I long for the months gone by, for the days when God... He calls it the months gone by, meaning there's something missing there. Sickness can't kill you. Don't tell me I have a condition of sickness. Does sickness kill people? Death kills. You must be unaware. Poverty can make you not pay a bill. Somebody. It's purpose. You get the sickness attacks your body. Your mind gets into it and you get into all kinds of emotion and fear and then you die. There's nothing anybody can do about that. Your heart starts wondering, asking stupid questions in sickness. A sick person does not ask questions, you get healed. The only way out of sickness is healing, not knowledge. I repeat, sickness cannot kill. You have to commit murder by yourself. You have to suicide rather. So when you fail, the sickness takes over. It can't kill. And you fear death, death kills you. If people are mugging people on the street, they are mugging. Who? A mugger, someone that is trying to steal from someone, who are they likely going to steal from quickly? The one that is most afraid. Because it's an easy prey. It's easy. Because you can smell the fear, you know this guy is afraid. And someone put gun on my head, I said, shoot it. I want to die. It's fine. Kill me and be walking free through the earth, be eating in sexy fish and all that. Live free. You're also not going to be free, right? I'm not afraid of a person that is going to be in bondage. Come on, man. Listen to me. How I long for the months gone by for... The days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone on my head, and by his light I walked through darkness. Uh Oh, for the days when I was in my prime, when God's intimate friendship blessed my house. What blessed his house is investments, is uh, multiple streams of income, you know, that's what they teach us in the world. Now you're waking up at night thinking, how can I create multiple of income? I said, sir, how can I create passive income? I said, by being passive, you can't be passive in your life. That's your problem. Am I, am I a financial coach? Uh, passive. I said, what's passive income? You're already passive. That's your income. You that you are dull on everything. But you've gone on YouTube now. You've listened to all manner of jargons. You've now started a race that you cannot fulfill. When God's intimate friendship blessed my house, not oil, not anointing oil. Anointing oil does not bless anybody's house. Not handkerchief. It's intimate friendship. Blessed my house, tell me. When the Almighty was still with me and my children were around me. This guy closed the door for himself. God's intimate friendship is what blesses a person's house. What increases a person is God's intimate friendship. I'll stop there tonight. All I need is you, Lord. Should I give you two minutes to pray that prayer? I need your intimate friendship. Wake up, guys.
let me close tonight with an instruction. You know, all the family houses you have, I believe by now, if you're on it, you have at the entrance of your house apart from the HQ, because I'm here, so we don't need a banner, um, that your house is a billionaire, right? Or stuff like that. Now, this is the next thing to do. You know how we got into... Call it house fellowship giving or whatever. We started something called Mission Seed. Because we wanted to pay his pastor's salary. And we thought, if we get 200 pounds, we will pay his salary. And then all fellowships then was to give maybe 20 pounds. That some very, almost huh? 25 pounds. So that if four gives that per week, then you get to 200. Imagine that. And then it becomes 800 a month. Or something like that. 25, you know. And sometimes the target is not met. Because you have these unregenerated degenerates who cannot think. It's not the work. Imagine. <laughs> Anyways, let's forget the story. Now, we're going to the next stage of mission C. This is what I wanted to do. Every house must have a box. There are people that God does not despise. Those who give to the poor. God, when Paul was living, they gave him one commandment. They said, look, Paul, we don't understand you anymore that much. He said, but one commandment, Paul was saying about the church. He said, but one commandment that we were given was that we should always remember the poor. So it is great for us to talk about how poor Africa is and all that. And then we can then say, oh, their mindset, they are silly, they are da, 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 whatever. But you've got to have a collection box. Not for money first. Clothes. What is not important to you is important to them. It's important that we're feeding the poor here. What um, Pastor Ruth Giscomb is doing. Giving to the poor here. Because there are poor people in London as well. But every house is now supposed to have a cloth bank. I just seem to believe that those who clothe people, God clothes them. Um, it, uh, so I'm not asking you to go and buy drip. They definitely in Africa have more drip than you. It's, it costs less. Less, pardon me. This Louis Vuitton in Nigeria costs about 1,000 naira. <laughs> so they have more drip. They, they, they are fine when it comes to um, drip matters. Even their celebrities buy their drip and sometimes they say it's 5K. This is a mad Louis Vuitton gown, garment. So they are fine on drip. So I'm not asking for drip. We're asking for the basics. Um, things that you would despise. Uh, Paul says the commandment that was given to them by the church is to remember the poor. So as much as UK have the poor, they still have a strong social system that caters for the poor. But there are countries where people can't eat. If you can't eat here, you're fine. You're good. You, you can go to bed. It's fine. There are places where your energy is already drained for a food you've not eaten. And so, I instruct, therefore, that every house should have a box where you occasionally put your unused shoes. I've seen in this garden before, um, loops. Because loops have become useless to the nation. I saw one loop the other day. And I remember the day we bought that loops. It's about 600 whatever. 
It's in the garden, wrecked, just there. Nobody would dare touch. It's like the fields of the earth. But we could have been more conscious. Yes, we may not need it anymore, but that's someone's cry to God, if I may use that word. So if we're not consciously doing this, I, I, I think that's what I'm doing. I'm programming it into your subconscious. Then your family heads will also tell you how we start another round of mission seed. It's not thousands. It's just a hundred a week, a 200 a week, and it helps the poor, but it's done consciously and programmed into our subconscious. I believe with all my heart that Reverend D spoke to us earlier tonight. The servant of God was sent to do this. And then what Paul does is that he gets this collection, someone collects it, and they take it to the needy, either in Jerusalem or so. We, we only start things like this. We never see where it ends. For nation family, like I said, we started mission stuff, but it ended us here. It ended us in many big things. Those mission seeds are the strength that your, any pastor that becomes full-time in Spark Nation, that's the strength they draw resources from. You don't understand that, right? When they decide to become full-time, the mission seed, those 25, 25, is what they draw strength from now, resources. That's how they say, but we can do this, but we don't even know how. It's those mission seeds. So God says, we start another round, but we don't know where it's leading us to. Maybe it will lead us to owning LVMH, maybe. Maybe it will lead us to owning whatever, but our job is to start it. From tonight, I mean, you can gather everything that you're not using. We can't go into Nigeria or to Ghana or to wherever, whatever, or Syria alone, wherever it's most needed part-time, and you've blessed someone there. Again, it is not you going on shopping. And someone say, I'll go on shopping. I want to buy more Fendi now so that I can give the rest out. You're a liar. So don't do more shopping. Just get what you have and just bless many other people um, around the world. People wonder how large my wardrobe would be. You can imagine if I keep things, I would have more clothes than any footballer or that. that. But I can't because if I do, you know what happens? The people who supply it will not have supplies. They will not just have resources to buy. It's the truth. They will not have it. They would be wondering why heavens are short. So I, it's like ever having, never having. That's what my wardrobe looks like. Say, oh, I imagine how much you would have there. No, it can't be that way. Things don't work that way. Even my our finances, until until we are down to the last stuff, more supplies don't come. I've noticed that. So if people are not calling, if businesses are not happening to give us supplies, I know why. That means we have a stockpile somewhere. And the stockpile can be as small as 5 or 10 k. The moment it's coming down, I don't need to pray. Something just comes up. These things are seamless, guys. They are not more effort. They are just you becoming. Do you understand that in all the family houses? If you have boxes already ready before Reverend returns on Saturday, make it ready but we're gonna make it continuous we're gonna make it um almost eternal you're gonna clothe someone you're gonna feed someone you're gonna do what we've always done and god is gonna increase you on every side so i've not talked about money i've not talked about raising 25 25 pounds so that someone don't cut this out and paste it somewhere and say he's donating if i'm asking for money i won't ask for 25 pounds it will be 2.5 million each that's what i'm gonna be asking for not 25 but to help the poor 
to clothe the poor um let's just let's push that out and let's make it a conscious stuff that you you also have people in your houses that want you to give them their clothes and you know they don't need clothes they need prayer and saying to me uh give me your your new health say you if, if you wear it you will ruin yourself i'm going to chase designer you will soon fall flat you need prayer and fasting so when someone asks you that ask them to go and fast ask them to pray they don't need your drip they need they need your heart they need your prayer I see a people a p nathan or a p this and you desire what they wear <laughs> and i'm laughing at you saying how long would you wear it that for eventually we will see that you're just empty you're like a mannequin i'm wearing a design eventually they will throw the mannequin out and take the clothes off the mannequin so don't be a mannequin be real let it come from the inside of you does that mean you cannot use each other's stuff if it helps you you can i'm just saying don't make that the guideline of your life there are clothes that should go in those boxes in those bags and ship it to those who actually don't have anything to wear that's where it should go to may the blessing of god be on you